here we are, dude. We're doing it, bro. Last day of 2020. Episode one. <sighs> yeah. And uh, when I was thinking, man, like, who should I have for episode one? Well, you were like the first person that came to mind for a couple of reasons. I mean, you, you've been pushing me to start this podcast for a year now. Uh, and it's it's been on my heart for for a while and i think uh, yeah like you said what better day to actually start this podcast than on the last day of 2020 going into the new year so uh, my intention with this podcast is to show people uh, what's possible when you trust in yourself when you understand that we live in a different world that has created unlimited possibilities for us to create amazing lives for ourselves and to show other people that that's possible. You know, so in this podcast, I want to dive a little bit into your story, uh, into what you've been able to build for yourself, into the life that you're living now, and into some of the things that you've learned. So, you ready to dive in? Let's do it. Beautiful. So. With that said, let's take us five years back when you are in your CRV and you're driving from California to Miami eating peanut butters and jellies. <laughs> yeah. So I moved to Miami uh, without really having a clear plan. At the time, I had just got fired from my job that I thought was my dream job with the Oakland A's baseball team. And within 48 hours, I found my found out my girlfriend at the time was cheating on me. Mm-hmm. And I was 24 at the time. Uh, and I was like, you know, I don't really have anything keeping me in California. Let me just see what's possible. Like, let me explore other areas of the world, of other areas of the country. So I packed up my Honda CRV, drove to, drove to Miami, didn't really know where in Miami or what in Miami. And basically, these different events, uh, which we won't go too deep into detail, maybe we'll save that for round two, Mm -hmm. but there's a short stretch where my living situation got very tumultuous and I was no longer able to afford rent because Mm -hmm. two of the people that were living in the house were leaving and it would mean like I would have to pay double. I didn't really have any income coming in, so I was like, all right, we're gonna have to get creative here. So I ended up staying in a motel in Hollywood, Florida, and this motel was horrendous. It was called Richard's Motel, Mm -hmm. and I remember stepping in to the shower, and I looked down, and there was like seven or eight cockroaches. And I was like, okay, I can't stay here any longer. I was like, I guess I'm just gonna sleep in my Honda CRV. I didn't tell my parents because I knew my mom especially would be very concerned and I didn't want to add any stress to her life. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do my best to get through this. Stayed in the Honda CRV for nine nights and during that time was just surviving on PB&J sandwiches. Um, Not even the good peanut butter that we have now, you know, like I'm talking Skippy, Smucker's Jam, like the cheap bread. and was able to get through that. 
And during that time, I was actually coaching youth sports at the local JCC. So I was, you know, still in service. I was still doing things I was passionate about. It just really wasn't bringing me any financial abundance. Um, but I was really enjoying the coaching I was doing and and helping transform kids' lives. And, you know, fast forward five years later, uh, recently moved out of Miami because of some of the work that we were able to create. One of the things that I wanted to establish for myself was freedom. And freedom looks differently to different people. For me, freedom looked like I want to be able to spend time with my family. I want to be able to be present with them. I also want to be able to travel whenever I want to, wherever I want to. And while doing those things, still be able to serve and live in my purpose at a high level, bringing in uh, significant amounts of income while making significant amount of impact. So it's been a journey in that five years and it's cool to see as we're winding down 2020, stepping into 2021, the transformation. And like you said, I really believe if I can do this, anyone else can. It just requires clarity in what you want to create for yourself, which is something that a lot of people struggle with. Their vision's very blurry. They're constantly getting pulled in different directions that don't necessarily align with their highest self. So like you mentioned, it is possible. And uh, I'm grateful for you, bro. Like this has been a special year that we shared together and we've kind of as we mentioned at dinner last night co-elevated and been able to hold each other accountable challenge each other and support each other on the journey Mm -hmm. i want to dive a little bit into this moment that you had back when you first got to miami and this conversation that you had with your dad Mm. yeah i remember i think the one are you, are you referring to the conversation when I was visiting or after I thought I was going to go back? No. After you were already here and, yeah. and things were kind of rough. Yeah. And, and you, you had this conversation with your dad where you were like, man, like I'm, I'm thinking about going back, right? Yeah. I was pretty convinced. It was probably a little over a year into my time in Miami. And <laughs> I remember I was working the front desk at Equinox. Mm. This is before I was even certified as a trainer. Mm-hmm. And I got fired from that job. Was that your first job when you got to Miami? No. So I actually, one of my intentions when I came here, one of the companies I admired a lot was Red Bull. Mm. Not because of their actual product, because of what they were doing in the sports marketing space. I really liked the presence they had, the energy their brand had. So I was like, I just want to get in with that organization in any capacity and then work my way up. Gotcha. So I, I got hired, which is challenging to do at a company like that, as essentially one of the people who has a route and drops off product mm-hmm. to different like convenience stores, grocery stores. And literally after two days, I didn't even go on the route. I was kind of like shadowing another person. I was like, there's no way I'm doing this. <laughs> and it was three days in, and I was like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I don't want you to invest any more time and money into developing me. Like, this isn't me. Like, I can't do this. So 
then I got into a little coaching, the youth coaching, which I'm still super passionate about doing. And, and I got this front desk job at Equinox. And again, my intention there was like, I'm going to get certified as a trainer, then I'll be a trainer there. And I'll already have these relationships with some of the members. And I remember I got fired uh, from Equinox. And it was a couple days later. And I remember I was in Aventura, Florida, and I called my dad and I was like, yo, pops, you know, this experiment just didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to come back and explore opportunities back in the Bay Area. And my dad basically wasn't having any of it. He was like, I mean, you can come home, but do you really want to come home? Like, mm-hmm. you, you really want to come back after just experiencing a couple of challenges? Like, is that the type of person you are? And it made me reconsider things. And I was like, okay, all right. At this point, I'm 25 still. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen to my pops on this one. I'm going to trust his encouragement, his challenge. So I was like, let's see what else I can create here. Let's bounce back. So from there, again, it was just constantly reevaluating, rebuilding. And then a big pivot for me happened. I remember this very vividly. It was November 2016. Mm-hmm. And I was in my apartment and I was on the computer like doing something. And I remember an ad came up, I think on Facebook. And it was for Onnit Academy in Austin, Texas. And they were hosting like a weekend certification. And at this point, I got certified as a trainer and I saw that and I had heard Onnit mentioned i didn't really know too much about them and it was happening next weekend and i called my dad i was like dad i think i'm going to go to austin texas um next weekend to do this certification it sounds like something that would help me in my evolution as a coach a trainer he's like okay so i went to austin texas in november 2016 and i learned so much in that weekend about like the body but more importantly it opened my mind up to other modalities like neuroscience, nutrition. Some of the people I met there were just so fur- so much further ahead than I was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh wow, like there's actually an opportunity to pursue this as a career, not just a hobby. And I remember shortly after that, I listened to my first podcast. Mm-hmm. It was Ben Greenfield's podcast, probably in December of 2016. And I was like blown away. I was like, this is so cool, man. Students just dropping so much knowledge in a microphone, helping so many people. And then that's when podcasting first came on my radar. I was like, I want to start one of these someday. Mm -hmm. And then in March 2019, launched the podcast. And it's just been a continued path of self-discovery, you know, experimentation. Yeah, it's been cool how in the beginning, when you were 25, right, things just were, you just kept running into walls. And the universe just kind of kept redirecting you, right? And it, it, the job at Equinox, Equinox didn't work. The job at Red Bull didn't work. And and I find a lot of people, it, when they're on their journey towards finding why they're here and what they're supposed to be doing, a lot of the times, if, if they haven't trusted that intuition or they're not on the right path for them, this sense of happens. They keep running to the next walls. And, and some people get stuck there, right? And they, and they try to 
Hey, keep going, but it sounded like you rolled with the punches, and 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 you you listened to to your intuition, and 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 that's, that's kind of the thing that led you to go to Austin and and to on it. So hey, another thing, it's a you started really finding ways to to kind of level up uh, the areas that you wanted to improve in in your self development. Because I know uh, this was the first thing, but then after that you went and you studied with Wim Hof and you went and studied with with all of these different masters that then allowed you to to level up your own skills, right? So yeah. so tell us a little bit about what starts to happen as as you start investing into yourself into your development you're 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 in miami you're working with kids but certain opportunities kind of start opening up for you right yeah for sure so i think it's really just just a matter of like you said kind of trusting the flow and sometimes that flow gets interrupted and you can't really expect what's going to come up for you like there's all of these possibilities out there that you really need to be open to receiving. And oftentimes we have this very clear vision of what we think we want and we think there's only one way to get there. But a lot of times, if we become just open, uh, and, and this can be very challenging, that process of surrendering, a lot of things start to open up. And uh, to reference what you said about investing, in different workshops, different certifications, regardless of the external environment, with the economy, with the uh, inflation rate of the US dollar, the best investment you can make is in yourself, is in your growth, is in your transformation. And that's something that I'm always preaching to people because it's so easy to let other people and other factors dictate your actions. So once I started to get my feet wet in training, like movement, body weight movement, mobility, I was like, this is cool. This is really, this is really useful. I was applying what I was learning to my clients, which at this point were a lot of athletes. I was working at a training facility that was working with a lot of athletes. So I was learning a lot there, implementing some of these practices with athletes. And then also I was starting to train adults because some of the parents I was coaching naturally started asking me, hey, do you do work with adults? So then I started tapping into that. And then word of mouth kind of caught on like, hey, you know, Jeremy's pretty knowledgeable. He's really passionate about what he's doing. And I started to build a reputation locally as like a guy to really elevate your movement quality, but also just elevate your mood, mm -hmm. like make you feel better, make you feel more excited about life. And that elevation, that journey kind of took another pivot in July of 2018 when I was in Peru. And that's when I did my first ayahuasca journey. And it was there that so much more opened up for me. Like I remember the first night, it was basically the medicine. Um, for those who don't know, ayahuasca is this indigenous plant medicine to South America, especially places like Peru and the Amazon, where it opens up uh, all of these doors of perception. And you're able to get so much more clarity mm -hmm. on every aspect of your life. And basically what came up for me, the biggest thing was 
that my voice was so powerful and that I had this really powerful energy and presence, but I wasn't necessarily utilizing it. So as soon as that trip ended and I returned back to Miami, I started stepping into my power and potential. I was like reaching out to, you know, different event coordinators. I was like, I'd love to teach at your event. I'd love to speak. I'd love to, I was just reaching out, seeking out opportunities where I could step into my potential and impact people along the way. And things accelerated. Again, started to connect with more people locally, started to build, I don't, it started to build my brand. And when we talk about brand, you know, I think we're aligned in what we consider brand. It's like your reputation. It's the emotions that you get people to experience when interacting with you. So started to elevate my brand and my confidence. And then that really opened up all of the doors to other things other than movement, right? Because like you, you see it with the work that you do. So many people's limitations aren't with their body necessarily, right? Like you can look super healthy, but if your inner compass is fucked up, mm -hmm. then it's gonna throw everything else out of alignment. No. And, and that was one of the things that really made me connect with you when I first went to one of your first movement sessions, which was way more than just a movement session. It was really cool because you would include movement, you would include mindset, you would include connection, energy, all of these different modalities into one session. And, and me coming from Pennsylvania, I'd never experienced that before. And I was like, dude, like this is so cool that like this dude, it's, it's not just a workout. It's, it's, it's this crazy experience where you get to, to learn about yourself. You, learn to, you get to learn about how you're showing up and you get to see some of the limiting beliefs. Uh, so it was really cool to see like all of these different modalities kind of brought up into one cohesive uh, kind of like 60 minute session with you. That's when I was like, dude, like, like this dude's like so powerful. So I think it, it's cool when we take a look back, you, you first answer that call to adventure, right? After you kind of realize that or the universe redirected you in, in, in a different direction, the one that you were going into, then it, as, as many of us do or experience, when we answer that call to adventure, you had some hardships, right? Things didn't really flow in the beginning and that, that was like that test. And you had that conversation with your dad and it's like, Man, like you're gonna let a couple little tests, like, 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 are you gonna really give up right now? You know, and you're yeah. like, no. And I think like something shifted in you there because I don't think after that point you ever considered that, right? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely, it was definitely a a, a great challenge yeah. to understand that. I think a lot of people are the reason they struggle to make that leap. Right, whether it's leaving their nine to five and pursuing their passions, right, or moving to a different state or city, is because you have this level of comfort yeah. wherever it is that you're from. For sure. Because you have the people that you're used to hanging out with, you have maybe your parents, you have a, a stable job, you have comfort. Yeah. And people are afraid to leave that. They think if they leave that, it's all gonna crumble. No. And it's not, it's not. In fact, it's going to force you to really become the best version of yourself because everyone innately is resilient. Everyone innately is powerful. However, we oftentimes allow 
that comfort and complacency to hold us back from really exploring what's possible. Absolutely. And in my experience, what I've learned, it's that when you're living within your comfort zone, it's like everything's known. So it's like, are you really living? Because it's, you're just hanging out with the same people, having the same experiences. But once you start stepping out of that, that's where, in my opinion, where life begins because you're stepping into the known and you're starting to see new things, have new experiences. And like you said, you're forced to to grow into a new version of, of yourself. So going back to, to, to that moment, the next thing that you started doing was investing in yourself that opened up opportunities, not just that, you seeked out opportunities too, right? And, and that's a big part of, of kind of you making things happen after after that point where, where you said, no, I'm gonna stay in Miami and I'm gonna make things happen. It's like you started taking massive amounts of action. Right, So, 100%. I mentioned the beginning of, of 2020 when you already had created like this amazing community in Miami, you had established your brand and, and reputation. What did life look like at the beginning of, of 2020, when you were already living what, in in some people's eyes, would be uh, an ideal lifestyle because you're working for yourself, you're doing something that's in alignment with you. Uh, but when I met you, I could tell like, yes, you were doing that, but it, there was a journey for, for a little bit more and a little bit more freedom. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great way to put it. So at the beginning of 2020, I was still trading my time for money, right? I was training a lot of the clients that I mentioned to you mm -hmm. earlier, some of these higher level, upper echelon entrepreneurs, people who had retired and they really wanted to focus now on their health and well-being. So I had a great clientele and I enjoyed what I was doing. But at this point, I was still getting paid by the hour for training people physically. And it, it, it had already happened where I was like, I love movement, but it, it wasn't even the thing I was most passionate about. Like yeah. I wanted to like really go inward with these people. Mm -hmm. Like go, go, go tackle their emotional wounds that were really holding them back. And some of them were more open to that some of them were less, but I knew that I had more to offer. And it's funny because you said like, you know, you were already kind of established a brand and this, this and that. I feel like when I look back at it, like I wasn't, I, I never really took the time to get clear with my core values mm -hmm. or my vision long-term and that's probably why I didn't take action sooner is because I didn't go through that process of getting clear with what I wanted my life to look like. So yeah, it was, it was a good life for sure. I mean, especially if you take a broad scope of the entire world, right. not just America, and you see like still probably in the top 1%, right? No. You know, but, but like you said, I felt like I was, you know, I was driving to clients. I was, you know, getting stuck in traffic. And it's like, there's gotta be a better way. Like I gotta be able to utilize, at this point, it was probably like 12,000 followers on Instagram, maybe 2,000, 3,000 people on LinkedIn. Um, my podcast 
you know, I got to like utilize this audience for something bigger, right? And it's just been cool, man, in 2020, like really, I feel like the biggest, the biggest thing is that I genuinely feel so aligned with who I am and everything I'm doing. And it's very easy for me to say no to things that I know aren't in alignment. I think that's one of the best things about getting clear with your vision is it makes it so much easier to say no to people and to opportunities that don't align with your highest self. Yeah. And, so, and yeah. vision and clarity about your vision is, is half the battle because you had created something that, that you enjoyed, but there were still areas that, that perhaps you didn't like, like kind of driving to your clients or, or just trading time for money. And I think that kind of came from the lack of clarity about your vision. But what's cool and, and what I often tell a lot of the people that I coach is that like getting a clear vision is half the battle because once you do, it's like, it, it, I think I generally believe that energetically it speeds your, it speeds things up and, and your ability to kind of make that a uh, vision happen and manifest that. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about what you, uh, at, the, at the beginning of 2020, what you wanted to create for yourself. And, and, and I think a, a big, or a, the majority of that clarity came from your trip to Colombia and, from kind of seeing a little bit of what I had created for myself where I was also down in Colombia and, and I was still working with clients and, and I was not tied to, a, let's say, a location. I was not tied to um, to having to drive to my clients and I was still able to, to make money regardless of the fact that we had just taken a trip down to Colombia. Yeah, it's so, it's honestly, dude, it's so fun to like all the moments that you've mentioned in this conversation. Like, I'm literally going there. Like, I, I visualize it so clearly. Like, we were in this, we were in this club. Uh, we were in, in, in Colombia. I was teaching classes. Uh, and then we were there for Joe Dispenza as well. And I remember we were at kind of like this country club, gym type vibe. And we were in like the restaurant area. You were in the corner. I remember you were talking to a client. And I was like shooting, shooting hoops. It was right after Kobe Bryant had passed. And... Yeah, that was that was definitely a moment that I was like, yeah, there's so much more possible. Like this, Colombia, traveling to all of these places, that's what I want to experience. Like I want to experience the world, especially while I'm young mm-hmm. and and I and I'm feeling so good and so energized. Um, so so it was a combination of the Joe Dispenza workshop and just all the conversations that I felt like I was having and I was helping people break through different limiting beliefs and toxic thought patterns. And I was like, this is really the work that matters, mm-hmm. right? No. This is the work that matters. And then we met someone else, this girl named Sarah. And I remember she was also kind of living, uh, living in Colombia. I think she was in Medellin, running her agency from there and like also living that free life. And I was like, they're not better than me. Like, like they don't have something I don't have. Like I have something valuable to offer that can impact the entire world. No. So I remember having that conversation with you like, yo, when we get back to Miami, I want to create this high ticket offer. I want to be able to create something so unique that's able to impact mm-hmm. people at the highest level possible. No. And then we just went to work. Like I, I, I was quarantining myself before quarantine was even a word mm-hmm. and putting that program together and yeah, it's great. It, 
it was what like nine or ten months ago it wasn't that long ago um and i like to feel like come a long way and we're still just scratching the surface so share with people a little bit about what you've created uh, the impact that you're having right now on people as a result of what you've created and what that has allowed you to create for yourself in, in terms of lifestyle yeah so number one created my one-on-one coaching program called thrive mm-hmm. and really wanted to target high-level executives entrepreneurs particularly males because i was very familiar after working with them in miami what their pain points were what the things that they really wanted in their life how i could support them and provide the most value and it would allow me to really get clear with my messaging when creating content or whatever it may be mm-hmm. that's going to be involved in that process so after creating that 12-week program that really was just a combination of all the work i had done in the last five years mm-hmm. i was like that's what i want to create i want to create all of these tools in a digestible powerful package that's going to allow people to have access to all of the things that i've learned but they don't have to travel to columbia they don't have to travel to miami they don't have to travel to austin texas like I'm going to provide it all for them. Mm-hmm. And it's still, I would say everything's a work in progress, but I really feel so confident about the program and the feedback we've gotten. And, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like the price that we were charging, it's charging 3,500 for when the first started, round. Yeah. It was the first five people, 3,500. And then after getting their feedback and seeing how much time I was giving. And when I say time, it was like, that's what I wanted to create. I wanted to create something very personal and customized because I didn't feel like there was anything really like that that created incredible content, an incredible step-by-step program, incredible access to me. Um, I didn't feel like that was really out there from what I had seen. So I was really, Seth Godin talks about like finding the lock mm-hmm. and then creating a key for it. Mm-hmm. So that was the lock, right? And I unlocked it and I saw how much value and how many breakthroughs were happening. I was like, this is worth more than 3,500, like for sure. And then the next client I enrolled, it was 4,000. And then I remember um, it was 4,500. And then I remember it was 6,000. I remember I was in, I was in uh, Kansas. I was in Lawrence, Kansas. As I moved back from Miami to California, mm-hmm. I had a call with a potential client in like a Best Western Hotel in Lawrence, Kansas. And that was the first client I closed at 6K. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, um, in September, October, I was like, you know what? This is worth way more than 6K. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'm having weekly calls with them. They have my number there. We're, we're constantly interacting. So then I was like 7,500. That seems like that seems like a solid price point. And then I enrolled two people at 7500 and they both said to me, especially one of them, she was like, "Jeremy, I really thought it was going to be like 10k a month to work with you." And after hearing that and her continued like praise and like her continued breakthroughs, I'm like, "Oh wow. Maybe I've been again having like these limiting beliefs around money Mm -hmm. 
I thought, hey, like 7,500, like I'm crushing it. And don't get me wrong, like that's great. And I wanted to make sure that I felt like I was providing that amount of value. Because you can charge 7,500, but like if you're not making it, going exceeding expectations and really going above and beyond, then you have no business charging that much. Mm -hmm. So now in 2020, or 2021 rather, it's gonna be a five figure investment between 10 and 12K for the 12 weeks. Um, and it's been cool, man. It's been really great because the last three months I've been back home in California, mm-hmm. you know, and spending a ton of time with my family, which was part of my vision to really spend more quality time with them. And, you know, they're getting older. I want to make sure we have meaningful connections. Mm-hmm. And then being able to come here to Miami for a week, right? And going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. A, a month and a half ago and and feeling in all of these situations that I'm not taking vacation like for me I don't I, my, I'm wired like like wherever I go like I'm creating wherever I go I'm building new relationships or expanding on the ones I already have right I'm serving my clients wherever the hell I am like they know that regardless of if, if I'm in Miami I'm in uh, Mexico this year it's gonna be like Bali, maybe Israel. Like, I'm not gonna stop serving wherever I am. It takes some creativity mm-hmm. to get aligned with the different time zones and stuff, but that's what I wanted to create. I wanted to be able to serve my people. I wanted to find, work with clients that are aligned. That's another thing is like, now I feel good about, hey, maybe this person is ready to enroll and they're ready to pay, but like, maybe I just don't feel like they're aligned with what we're doing or maybe I just feel like there's going to be some issues down the road it hasn't really happened up until now but it's a it's something I feel confident in is like really working with people that are not just clients but they're like they're friends and you're exchanging energy and it's like hey you know I'm here for you I want to support you on your on your journey mm-hmm. and similar to you and I it's co-elevating together mm-hmm. so yeah, that's where we are. We're recording this the final day of 2020. It's going to come out middle of January 2021. So that's where we are 2021. Yeah. And, and, and this is what I'm so passionate about. You were able to make this transition from uh, having to trade your time for money, from having to stay in one location. Uh, if, if we're honest, I don't think you were uh, experiencing the financial abundance that, that you wanted to experience at that point. And you were able to, in, in less than eight months, make a huge jump to creating this this lifestyle that, that that's really like a dream lifestyle. You get to work from wherever you want, with whoever you want. You get to experience tons of financial abundance and you get to have a tremendous impact on the people that you get to work with. And it, my, my whole spiel is that it's never been easier for, for people to do what you've done and, and it's never been easier to make it happen in such a short amount of time. It's not easy. I mean, you can say that it takes a tremendous amount of work and focus, right? Would you agree? Yes. But hundred percent, but it's, it's never been easier. So uh, man, uh, my intention for creating this podcast was to show their people that this paradigm exists and that they can also make the jump. So what would you say to someone that's, in a position where 
perhaps they're in a nine to five, they're not happy with their day to day, they're not living their dream lifestyle. What's been the biggest lessons that you've learned and, and, and takeaways that you would, if you could talk to yourself eight, eight months ago, what would you say to yourself? Like, like, you know, focus on this, do this, do that. What yeah. do you say to them? So if somebody is listening or watching right now and you are unfulfilled by the work that you're doing, whether that's at a nine to five or maybe it's still, you know, your own business and you just don't feel passionate or energized by the work that you're doing day in and day out, it's really a great time to reflect and ask yourself some questions. You know, as I say, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask yourself. So some questions you can ask yourself are if money wasn't an issue, how would you want to spend your day? So really, what are those things that energize you, that light up your soul, that make your soul sing? And for me, you know, I understand I love doing what we're doing now connecting, podcasting, creating content, um, impacting people through storytelling, impacting my clients through letting them know what's possible, just turning a key a little bit, turning on the switch, letting them know what's possible. Um, and really start to think about the end of your life. You know, there's a great book by Bronnie Ware that talks about like the five biggest regrets that people have on their deathbed. And one of them is that they wish they would have lived a life on their own terms. Mm -hmm. And most people, unfortunately, experience life on other people's terms, other people's expectations, society's norms, whatever it may be. Understand that in 2021, it's time to take ownership of your narrative. Mm -hmm. And it's really time to take action. And and that's gonna look differently for different people. Um, but I would really request that you ask yourself, like honestly, are you happy with the way things are going for you now? And then what do you want your life to look like? What is a perfect day for you? What is a perfect week? You know, what? how do you define wealth? You know, some people define wealth as like a luxury car, a big home, you know, multiple homes, uh, a really expansive wardrobe, and other people define wealth. My definition of wealth is, again, being able to travel anywhere at any time mm -hmm. and be able to serve while I'm doing that. It's being able to eat at a nice restaurant like we went to last night and, and not even have to really look at the menu. Like, just be able to order anything without worrying about price, mm -hmm. you know, and and being able to treat my loved ones to nice little surprises, buy them gifts or take them on a nice little weekend getaway, right? Like that's my definition of wealth. So ask yourself what your definition is and then that will allow you to get clear with some of the things that maybe you need to remove from your life now. And when you remove things, that opens up space. It opens up possibility. And I think if you can just really understand that it's possible and you genuinely believe it, um, I think what we're doing now, I think why it's so beneficial is because like you said, oftentimes people are like, I'll see it when I believe it, mm -hmm. right? 
And I, and I turn it around like, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I'll believe it when I see it. No, I'll see it when I believe it. Right? That's so like, right. so you have to believe it's possible first. For sure. And then it will happen if you take those committed actions. We talk about unconditional commitment in my coaching. It's like, you have to stay true to these things. And it does require focus. It does require a lot of attention and energy. Um, and yeah, like I always go back to Roger Bannister in 1952 when he became the first person to run the four minute mile. Mm-hmm. And everyone said it was impossible. Doctors said, if you ran that fast, your heart would explode out of your body. And he did it on May 6th. And then within a year, four other people did it. Because now they, they knew it was possible. So I think it's a good way to kind of like circle back and tie the knot on this conversation is like, you know, Abraham's doing it. He's 25 years old. You know, I'm doing it and I'm just getting started and I'm 30 years old. And we were kind of going over some of our goals and projections for next year. Like there's no reason, very conservative, that I should be doing 25K, 30K a month next year. Yeah. So... And that's probably underestimating myself. So, you know, again, like you said, it takes a lot of committed effort and energy. So another question to ask yourself as we start the new year is like, where are you leaking energy? With what people, with what activities are you giving away your energy freely? Because that energy could be used towards creating your dream life. No. So guys, it's never been easier. Thank you, Jeremy for doing this podcast where can people connect with you so you can connect with me everywhere everywhere on your phone like all of these little apps right on your mobile device i'm there i promise so uh instagram at coach jeremy 305 um tiktok coach jeremy 305 and the podcast thrive university And the mission of the podcast is to really educate and empower people with the tools that they never learned in school. Amazing. So so that's our mission. And my challenge for everyone listening and watching is let Abraham and I know what was your biggest takeaway from today's show. And what are you committed to taking action on? So tag us on your story and Instagram, you know Abraham's handle, at Abraham Casayas with two L's, and I'm at Coach Jeremy 305 Tag us on your story and just let us know like what resonated with you and what you're going to take action on in 2021, all right? All right, that's a wrap. Hey.